time for Americans to grow up and become financially responsible. Let's talk about something important. If you're in it for the money, that's not a bad thing. Do you realize how much money he just saved us? This is The Financial Physician with Lou Scatigna. The Financial Physician. It's the fastest hour in Money Talk Radio. It's also my pleasure to see to it that decent, hardworking people in this community aren't robbed blind by a pack of money-mad pirates. This is financial advice you can take to the bank. He's your money man. Show me the money. Your source for straightforward, no-nonsense financial advice. Bring me your money questions because I'm here to help. And now, here he is, the financial physician, America's money doctor, Lou Scatigna. Greetings, my friends, and welcome to today's midweek financial physician podcast. Lou Scatigna here, certified financial planner and your money doctor, where we get together Sundays. I upload the main podcast of the week on Sunday mornings by nine o'clock, and we we do a midweek um, midweek podcast that comes up on Wednesday afternoon or Wednesday evening, maybe Thursday morning, but we're going to try to get it out uh, by uh, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening. Now, the midweek podcast is not as long as the Sunday podcast, but we try to bring you up to date on things that are going on. And I don't get to cover everything on the Sunday podcast. So uh, any of the overflow um, we cover here on the midweek podcast. And there's so much to talk about each and every week that uh, we can't get it all in uh, in one podcast. So hopefully you're enjoying two podcasts uh, of The Financial Physician, the Sunday podcast, uh, and the midweek podcast as well. Uh, we've got a lot of talk about uh, the Department of Justice, the Biden administration, uh, just totally out of control at this point, uh, bringing us deeper and deeper into third world banana republic status as now they're trying to indict Trump again for January 6th. It just never ends uh, with this administration, and uh, we'll talk more about that later on in the program. But I want to start off talking about the student loan forgiveness that the Supreme Court struck down couple of weeks ago stating that the president does not have the authority to spend $400 billion and just unilaterally forgive student loans. Uh, But that wasn't good enough for the Biden administration. They weren't going to take that lying down. So they tried to figure out a workaround. How can we still achieve this, but just do it in a different way? And I think they were prepared for this because they knew it was unconstitutional. They knew that the Supreme Court was going to strike it down. So what they tried to do is they tried to tweak some rules at the education department to try to get people's payments down and to get it forgiven uh, uh, earlier than the previous rules stated. And apparently, at least they think that they have the authority to do this. So let's take a look at, at what changes uh, they uh, are making in the rules for student loans. All right, so now they're going to do it based on income, all right? They're going to do uh, the, the amount you have to pay each month is going to be based on your income. Now, there's some income-driven plans out there right now, but they're going to bolster it up and make it much more generous for people. And what they're going to do is they're going to use uh, income levels that are 225% of the poverty level. Uh, previously it was 150% of the poverty level. So by changing these rules, they're going to get people's payments down substantially. Uh, and in many cases, you know what the minimum payment's going to be? Zero. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's zero. Uh, and it's going to be dependent, again, on your income uh, and the size of your family. 
And when you're not paying any payments, the interest that you're not paying doesn't even accrue to the loan. And you get credit for the month that you didn't pay anything towards now a 10-year period. It used to be that after you paid, you made payments for 20 years, the balance was forgiven. So now they're just unilaterally changing the rule to make it 10 years. And they're going to count partial payments, zero payments, uh, as, uh, as time served, so to speak. So they're basically just changing all the rules. Now, is this going to be a challenge in the courts? Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, and they're calling this now the save plan. You know, it's an inaccurate anachronism for whatever they, however they want to call it. I don't care what it means. Uh, but it's just another way to buy votes. And that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and, uh, but again, this is a lawless administration. They don't care about the legislature, the Congress. They don't care about the judiciary branch, the Supreme court. Uh, they're totally ignoring the rules of separation of powers. And, um, and Biden's decided by dictatorial fiat to forgive hundreds of billions of dollars in student loans. And that's what it comes to. And uh, one estimate is it's going to cost $475 billion. That's even greater than the previous forgiveness plan uh, that Biden was going to do. Now, this is contempt of Congress. That's what it is. It's contempt of the courts. It's contempt of our entire system of government. Yet the liberal media and the Democrats in Congress... They don't care because they believe spending $475 billion on a project that Democrats believe in will help buy them votes. And that's all that matters to them. The Democrats in Congress are willing to give up their own sovereignty just because they think it'll help them. Uh, and, and the press has decided that the, the Supreme Court is not legitimate. And therefore, any of the decisions they make don't matter. But the bottom line is Congress is in charge of spendings. And the courts decide what is constitutional and what's not. And one branch of government, in this case the executive, it's not allowed to, to just run roughshod over all these other branches of government. That's why we have separation of powers. And Biden knows that. The media knows that. And the congressional Democrats know it, but they don't care. And that's the thing about this administration. They don't care. They don't care about what you think. They don't care how it appears. They don't care about the Constitution. They just don't care. And we're going to see there's going to be, this is probably going to make it all the way back to the Supreme Court. Uh, now, some are saying this is totally legal because the Education Department has the right to make these rules regarding repayments. And if they change those rules to where the repayment amount is zero, well, they have a right to do that.
So let's look at some of the examples of what the payments would be. Uh, say you're a, a single person and you make $60,000, the most you're going to pay is $227 a month. So if you do the math, you know, what are we talking about? Uh, $2,500 a year? Um, what if you only make 50000 Well, you only have to pay $143 a month. What if you only make 40000 a year? Well, you only have to pay $60 a month. Now, what if that doesn't even cover, say the interest is 100 and you're paying 60 The other $40 in interest doesn't get added to the loan like it used to be. It's just forgiven. And then if you go to $30,000, you're a single person, you pay zero. $30,000 and under, you pay zero. And every month you pay zero is another month towards your 10-year period where the balance will be forgiven. So you see how they're doing this? It's the same thing. They're forgiving the debt. They changed the rule from 20 years you have to make payments to 10. Cut it right in half. Increase the income. Figure 225% of poverty level. And don't add the interest to the back of the loan. It's student loan forgiveness in just another form. So what if you... um, What if you have a family of three, husband, wife, and one child? If you make $60,000, your maximum payment is $34 a month. $34 a month. doesn't matter if you have $50,000 in student loans or $500,000 in student loans. $34 a month. And if you make $50,000 or less, your monthly payment is zero. What if you have four children? Uh, what if you have a family of four? Husband, wife, two children? You make sixty thousand, payment zero <laughs> or less, uh, and so forth and so on. Uh, this this is pretty unbelievable. It's I, I guess if you had a lot of student loans, you're happy about that, and that's what it's all about. It's buying votes, and now they're going to allow married borrowers to file taxes separately. And will no longer be required to include their spouse's income in their payment calculation. So that could lower, um, that, that's going to lower the income for the person with the student loan. They're not going to include the family income, it's just going to be yours. And that may get you to zero. Pretty amazing um, uh, what they're doing here. And they're going to automatically enroll you. They're going to make it so easy for this to happen. Now, I don't know about you, but I saved for many years for my kids' education. I paid for it. I didn't take student loans out for them. They didn't take student loans out. Uh, Where's their forgiveness? How would you like to be, um, just pay your last payment this month? And find out in a couple of months that this goes into effect and you wouldn't have to make any payments on your student loans. How do you feel about that?
How do you feel about you didn't go to college? You decided to go to vocational school. You became a plumber, an electrician. Uh, and now, uh, in essence, your tax dollars is going to pay for somebody else's student loan. Freebies. That's what this administration is all about. That's what the Democrats are all about. Everything for free. And you know what it is? It's all about control. The more you get from the government, the more they control you. But the point of this this segment is that we have an administration that doesn't give a crap about the rule of law, doesn't give a crap about separation of powers, doesn't give a crap of, uh, of the Supreme Court rulings. They'll just figure out a way to get around it. And uh, it's very concerning, but they don't care. And they don't care about anything. We're going to talk about uh, the Department of Justice weaponized against political opposition. Uh, they don't care. They know that this is not constitutional. They know this is totally wrong. They know this is what happens in third world countries and communist countries. They don't care. Because let's, what was the consequences so far? Do you know of any consequences for their actions? Whether it was spying on, on uh, Trump and his campaign, then the whole Russia hoax, the impeachment hoax. Well, do you know of anybody who's gone to jail? Anybody who's been held accountable, they get away with it. Do you have the media all over them? No, not at all. They bury this stuff. They are complicit. And uh, that's, that's a pretty scary thing. You know, you can't trust elections now. I mean, everything is degrading. Every, everything is breaking down in the United States right now. Socially, economically, politically. And it's not going to end good. And I'm telling you, unless we get not a Republican in the White House, Donald Trump in the White House, this isn't going to end. And unless you're a left-wing Democrat, um, you are going to be persecuted. You are going to be audited by the IRS. You're going to be censored. They may start, you know, with the digital currency stuff they want to do. They're going to start taking money out of your bank account. Scary stuff. And I never thought I'd be talking about this stuff, what's happening now. I did not. And it's coming at us so quickly. And I have this discussion with my clients all the time because they bring it up. They say, Lou, what, what the hell's going on? I mean, this is really crazy. Uh... And I said that. I said, look, unless Donald Trump, he's the only one who could change this. Republicans are rhinos. They're all part of the same party. And that's why Donald Trump is such, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, danger to them. Because they like the status quo. They like to be in control. They're all getting rich off of it. And they don't care about you. They don't care about America. They only care about themselves. And they care about power. 
And that's why Donald Trump is such a danger to them, because he don't care about all that. He has his money. He can't be bought. He wants to drain a swamp. He wants to make America great again. He wants to redo and he wants to destroy the deep state. Well, the deep state likes it just the way it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, and that's why the nonstop attack against him. Now, while I'm um, um, recording this on Wednesday, uh, July 19th, uh, the news hasn't come out yet of uh, Trump's indictment now, now for January 6th. Uh, this Trump-hating special prosecutor, um, Smith, uh, he lives to try to take down Trump. This is what it's all about. And now they're just going to keep throwing indictments after indictment after indictment at him. So he received a letter stating that he's probably going to be indicted for January 6th. That's going to be a tough one to prove that he incited it in some way. It doesn't matter if it could be proved or not. They don't care. It's just a matter of throwing another uh, dart at him, trying to weaken him. Now, I don't know if you saw the, the town hall with Sean Hannity uh, this week in Trump. Uh, this man, uh, it's amazing that he's able to keep it together. You know, he's 75 years old. He doesn't need this crap. Uh, but he seems to be happy, and, you know, it doesn't seem... They asked him, Hannity asked him, does it bother you? And he said, ah, it bothers me, but, you know, I have bigger plans. You know, I, this country's going down the tubes, and... Um, I'm going to do everything I can to save America, to make America great again, to get rid of this deep state that's running our, our, our country. Plus, he says he's going to stop the war in Ukraine in 24 hours. I believe him. I believe him. So, but, you know, when you see uh, the, um, the legal enforcement, the judiciary, uh, um, I shouldn't say the judiciary, uh, Department of Justice, the FBI, law enforcement, going after one party, one man, and that's the leader, a uh, past president, who's ahead in all the polls, not only against the other Republicans, but against Biden himself and probably any Democrat. Uh, They're not going to stop. And this is exactly what they do in Venezuela, with what they've done in other uh, totalitarian left Marxist countries, third world countries. And that's where they're trying to bring America. And they're succeeding. You know, back in the past, you'd have a media that would be going crazy. But now you have a media that's totally complicit, totally corrupt. And it's corruption that brings down a country. It's always historically you look at it, whether it's Rome, you know, you go through history, it's corruption. It's political persecution. It's weaponizing the police state against the opposition. It's censoring things that the government doesn't want you to know about. And that's, unfortunately, that's where we are here in America. Well, if you didn't think you were living in a sci-fi movie, you're not going to believe this story, I'm going to tell you. Um, they're coming out now with something called capsule robots. I mean, you know, you know about all artificial intelligence. It's all the rage right now. That's all anybody's talking about, robots and things like that. Well, now they have these things called capsule robots. They're tiny robots. 
I mean, really, really, really small, right? They look like spiders, right? And a one has been developed that will crawl into your butt and crawl into your colon and do an examination. It has a little camera on it. It's got a remote control. And it supposedly works better than a colonoscopy. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not having no spider-like robot crawling up my butt. I'll go the colonoscopy route. Thank you. These things do all kinds of scary kind of things. There's another one uh, that's out there now that looks like a pair of sharp teeth. It's small. These are really, really small things, though. And what this would do is it would carry surgical clips into the body to where it's needed to stem bleeding. Um, and these capsule robots apparently carry a tiny radio transmitter capable of sending that information to the outside world so a surgeon can see in real time what's happening. And the receiver so that it responds to commands to go forward and back, for example. I'm looking at a picture of this thing. It is scary as hell. Uh, uh, I wouldn't do it. Uh, what, what if the battery died or something and it gets stuck up there? How do you get it out? Um, some of these robots could bring drugs up you and inject it right into you where it needs to be. Um, but, but what if it goes haywire and it just starts crawling all over your body and they, they lost contact with it? Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, the capsule robot... Uh, is uh, two and a half centimeters by one and a half centimeters, the size of like a bean. The capsule robot would be painless, so the patient wouldn't even need sedation. Um, you can go first. I'm looking at I'm looking at this thing on the edge of a um, a penny. <laughs> if I saw that thing crawling on the floor, I'd stamp on it. Uh, here's another article. Take this one. Um, <laughs> this heading. You know, you think that you're reading like uh, the Babylon Bee or the Onion or something. That this, you think this is parody, right? Swarm of shape shifting microbots can brush, rinse, and floss your teeth. <laughs> you heard me right. <laughs> you heard me right. Just as many people have replaced their manual toothbrush with an electric one, so too could robots usher in a new era of teeth cleaning. Scientists have created a swarm of shape-shifting microbots that claim uh, that they claim can brush, rinse, and floss your teeth all at the same time. In a proof-of-concept study, researchers from the University of Pennsylvania showed that the hands-free system could effectively automate the treatment and removal of tooth decay um, and dental plaque. Um. The system could be particularly valuable to those who lack the manual dexterity to clean their teeth effectively themselves. The building blocks of these microbots are iron oxide nanoparticles, which have both catalytic and magnetic activity. Using a magnetic field, researchers are able to direct their motion and configuration to form their bristle-like structures that sweep away dental plaque from the broad surfaces of teeth. Uh, and they have elongated strings that can slip between teeth, just like dental floss. 
In both cases, the catalytic reaction drives the nanoparticles to produce antimicrobials that kill harmful oral bacteria. Uh, <laughs> what is that like? I mean, you have these things crawling around in your mouth, cleaning your teeth, and then you, what do you do, spit them out? How do you turn them on and off? Um, brave new world, my friends. <laughs> We're living in crazy times. Like I said, uh, I say it all the time. I feel like I, I went to bed one night, and I woke up in the twilight zone. That's what it seems like. What next? I don't know. Little spider-like robots that crawl up your butt and check out your colon to make sure that you don't have colon cancer. Unbelievable. Well, the military, as you know, has gone totally woke, and the most important thing is not the readiness of our armed forces or uh, the status of our munitions, which Biden came out, blurted to the world that we don't have any, um, which was probably uh, a top secret thing to say, and not smart, uh, regardless. Um, but we know Biden's not all there, and uh, I guess we have to forgive him for that. Um, but uh, they've gone totally woke. They have. Uh, it started with Obama. Obama started allowed transgender people into the army. If you remember that, uh, into the armed forces at the towards the end of his term. Uh, and now it's got worse and worse and worse. And uh, listen to this headline. I love the headline. It cracks me up. Shaving Ryan's privates. Female military recruits forced to shower with sleep between transitioning men. An 18-year-old 18 18 female military recruit was forced to shower with and sleep in between transgendering biological males under the Biden administration's policies, placing her in a quote-unquote extremely uncomfortable position. The incident was highlighted on Tuesday during a Senate Armed Services Committee hearing after which Senator Mike Rounds told the outlet that the woman is afraid to speak out of concern for her career and that her options were basically to keep quiet about it or resign from her early career position. Uh, this is outrageous. I mean, this is totally crazy. How about any Vietnam veterans out there? Could you imagine one of the guys in your company is transgender and uh, is wearing a ponytail and uh, uh, a female uniform? Can you imagine what would happen to that person? Uh, and now uh, everybody's being uh, forced to accept this and not to complain about sleeping, you know, and showering with a guy that's a biological man and you're a female. And obviously it's causing uh, this woman and probably every woman in the uh, armed forces distress. Uh, it's just, you know, you can't make this stuff up. Why are we concerned about the military readiness of our armed forces, not this crazy gender stuff? And I, I, I have uh, the feeling that this craziness and gender, this transgender, LGBTQ++, LMNO, V, uh, whatever, uh, I think it's going to blow over. I think there's pushback already. People have had it with this. I really think so. And parents are starting to push back at schools. 
um, uh, I think that uh, there's going to be problems in the military. That's going to wind up going away. Uh, companies are, 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 you know, going broke because of their wokeness. Example, great example, Bud Light. How about Disney? You know, Disney stock over the last few months has gone from 145 to 80-something. How would you like to be a Disney shareholder? You're, I'm sure you're real happy with the, the moves that they've taken. Oh, did you hear about the latest controversy um, with Disney? Uh, where is it? Uh, and Snow White. All right, so they're doing um, a live-action Snow White. So it's not animated. It's got actual actors in it. And uh, uh, apparently uh, dwarves are no longer politically correct. So it's um, Snow White uh, and uh, magical creatures. Snow White and the Magical Creatures. They can't call them the Seven Dwarfs because uh, apparently a dwarf person complained and, you know, you can't have one person, you know, offended. Uh, so they changed it. But what did they change him to? Well, they changed him to uh, seven hipster guys. Uh, one person is short, could be considered a dwarf. Uh, all different races, all different gender identities, more of the same old garbage from Disney. So uh, this picture uh, came out of these uh, quote-unquote magical creatures. Uh, and, uh, of course, conservatives went nuts uh, on the Internet. And uh, Disney came out and said that, uh, oh, no, no, that, that's not a picture from us. That's, that's fake. Oh, and by the way, Snow White is Colombian with dark skin. She's not, she's not white. Uh, of course not. Um, and uh, so um, in response to this leaked picture, Disney came out and said, originally anyway, the photos are fake and not from our production. We are currently trying to have the Daily Mail issue a correction, except they weren't fake. Uh, Disney then had to walk back their statement, verifying the photos were indeed from their woke production, but they weren't official. It said the photos were from, from the production, but were not official photos. Well, what does that mean? They're not official photos. Uh, <laughs> Disney then went on to say that um, it changed the dwarfs to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film. We are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. Disney shared in January 2022 that the seven dwarfs would be referred to as magical creatures to avoid reinforcing stereotypes after criticism of the original depictions by Game of Thrones actor Peter Dinklage, who has dwarfism. Disney, I'm telling you, uh, it's uh, people have had it. They've had it. And I've never seen boycotts work so well. Uh, I told you on Sunday that Disney theme parks are empty. In the middle of the summer, the, 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 the summer season, when kids are off, and uh, they're empty. People aren't going. People aren't going to Disney movies. Who wants to go to a movie to just have it thrown in our face? Wokeism, genderism, and all this stuff. But they don't seem to care. 
the stock's halved. Uh, shareholders can't be happy, but they don't care. And uh, Disney's gone to battle with uh, DeSantis, governor of Florida, over things. And, you know, people just had it. Look how effective the boycott was of Bud Light. That brand is done. Who would ever think uh, the largest beer brand in the country could commit suicide and be basically done in just a couple of months? And it's happening with all corporations that do this. Maybelline now. Maybelline has a guy with a beard and a mustache putting on makeup, Maybelline makeup. And, and that's their ad. I mean, if you're, I'm, I'm a woman, I'm like, I'm not buying that makeup. Yeah, they, 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 they show no uh, respect for women. And they put this transgender guy on there putting makeup on. And that should, that should motivate me to want to go buy Maybelline stuff. And, of course, people are starting to boycott them, too. Good for them. Insanity. I mean, I can't believe that. I've been doing this show for 23 years, between the radio and now the podcast. I couldn't imagine five years ago talking about stuff that I'm talking about each and every week. And I don't get to all the craziness. It's, it's just nuts. Now, COVID, COVID is so over for all of us now, but not for everybody. Uh, you know, uh, during COVID, uh, most liberal universities, which is to say almost all of them, uh, had mandates. Even if, you, even if you were a remote learner, you were online, you had to have proof of COVID vaccine. And now most colleges have rescinded their mandates, but some colleges refuse to let it go. And uh, Santa Clara University in California is one of the most oppressive. So now they're saying at Santa Clara, you have to take COVID shots or you have to withdraw from school. Uh and that wasn't the policy until just last May. I mean, they just quietly updated its COVID vaccine policy to require one bivalent dose for incoming freshmen, but not returning students. That's interesting. Uh, and this came out, actually came out in June, and they backdated it to May 1st, thinking no one would notice. And... Uh, you know, people already committed to going to the school. Now, they don't want to take it now. Private emails from incoming students learned uh, that some were furious. And, uh, well, the university said, well, then uh, withdraw. Meanwhile, day doesn't go by that I don't hear about somebody in the prime of their life or in their 20s uh, just dropping dead. This past week... Um, a beloved uh, meteorologist here uh, in the New York market, I think it was CBS, died suddenly. There's that diagnosis again. Died suddenly, but no, uh, 51 years old. Uh, no, uh, no cause of death was released. Of course not. Of course not. All right, let's finish up with this craziness. Um, all right, so this is new movie out. It's doing fantastic. It's called Sound of Freedom. Uh, 
Jim uh, Caviezel is the, the lead guy in it. And, and it's about uh, a person who uh, uh, went to Colombia to try to stop child trafficking, child sex trafficking. And uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, but it's, uh, I think it's sold $70 million in tickets so far. It's doing better this, uh, than Indiana Jones. Uh, but um, but people on the left are attacking this movie. Why would anybody attack an anti-child sex trafficking film? Uh, and people have seen it said that it's so, it'll stay with you forever. Uh, uh, and uh, even Jim uh, Caviezel was being interviewed, he said that, you know, he's heard tapes and everything and, 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 and screams of children being tortured. He said he wakes up every night in the middle of the night and he can't get these screams out of his head of young children being tortured. And it, it's a worldwide phenomenon. It, this has been covered up for so long. And the elites uh, are big uh, purveyors of pedophilia in children. And, and that's why they're going after them. Uh, so Bloomberg had a hit piece out uh, on the sh- on the movie, trying to link it to QAnon and and conspiracy theories and everything else. Uh, and child trafficking is real. As a matter of fact, eighty five thousand children have shown up and disappeared in the United States uh, underage alone, and they have the name in their pocket of a sponsor probably given to them by the child traffickers that have brought them there. Uh, and the U.S. government just doesn't vet them, just gives the kids to this sponsor that shows up, and then they disappear. 85,000 kids that came to the border are gone, and nobody knows where they are. The United States government is the last leg of child trafficking. It's unbelievable. But getting back to this film, that everybody should go watch. Um, uh, Rolling Stone came out and trashed it. Uh, Bloomberg uh, came out and trashed it. Well, well who's this uh, person that wrote the, um, the op-ed against it? Well, he's a pedophilia-defending freelancer. He used to work for an organi- organization working to normalize pedophilia. That's who the Bloomberg got to write that story. Um. Uh, Oh, we shouldn't say pedophilia. That's that's he's not supposed to say that now. There's a new word out. Map. Minor attracted persons. Uh, and that's why they're that's why they're grooming our children in schools. They're grooming them for this. They're making them uh, confused sexually. They're sexualizing them at young ages, right? For pedophiles. Oh, minor attracted persons. And now they're trying to Make it legal to have sex with minors, as long as as they consent. As long as they're 12 years old or older and they consent, it's okay. I'm telling you people, it's Sodom and Gomorrah, that's where we're going. How could anybody be against a movie that, that frees children from sexual trafficking uh, a movie like that should be heralded. She won an Oscar. But no, no, no. The Democrats, the Democrats, the liberals, the media are all trashing it. 
And that tells you a lot of who these people are. And uh, whether it's Hollywood, uh, the political elite, the, the wealthy, apparently this, this child trafficking and pedophilia and uh, satanic torture of children uh, is rampant. Not only here in the United States, but in the world. But the United States is the main um, consumer of such, such things. Um, uh, crazy. And then you try to expose it, uh, and then um, you're the bad guy. My friends, we live in uh, very interesting times, very dangerous times, uh, whether we're talking politics, whether we're talking social issues, uh, we're talking culture, we're talking morals, uh, we're talking uh, the weaponization of law enforcement. We're going downhill very, very quickly. Very, very quickly. And uh, unless it stopped, very, very soon, we're done. And I hear it every day from clients that come into my office. And I don't bring it up. I wait for them to. And I don't think an appointment goes by where someone doesn't tell me, you know, Lou, what the hell's going on in this country? I can't believe it. Uh, and they're right. And I tell you, in my opinion, there's only one man who could turn this around. And that's Donald Trump. Like him or hate him, he's the one that's pledged to do it and the only one that's pledged to clean up the deep state, the political situation where we're in the DOJ and child trafficking. As a matter of fact, Trump is uh, having a screening of the, the movie. The movie is Sounds of Freedom, uh, and he's having a screening of that uh, at, I think, Maryland. Uh, no, in New Jersey at Bedminster, uh, I think, next Wednesday. Uh, and child traffic is a big deal for him. It was as president as well. And uh, now more than ever, uh, we need Donald Trump in the White House, and that's why they're doing everything they can to prevent that from happening. All right, we're at the end of our midweek podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Join me Sunday for our full podcast. I'll have it up uh, at, um, at uh, 9 a.m. Sunday morning. Thanks for joining us. My email address is lou at thefinancialphysician.com, lou at thefinancialphysician.com. If you have a comment on the program or, or something you want me to cover. Also, um, uh, I like people to start commenting. I've, I've opened up the Potomatic uh, page for comments. So there's comments under the uh, audio. Uh, you know, put your comments there. Let us know what you think or you want to ask me a question or you, you want to disagree with me on something. Uh, let's get a uh, community going uh, on the comment stage, uh, on the comment uh, on the Potomatic page uh, for the show. And uh, it's always easy to get the podcast. Just go to thefinancialphysician.com, click on the podcast up top, and it'll link you right over to the program. So join me uh, Sunday for our next podcast of The Financial Physician. My name is Lou Skatigna, and remember, I'm not far right. I'm just right so far. <laughs>